0: Happy August to you everyone. It's Julie here. In early July, Looking Within celebrated its one year anniversary. It's been wonderful to be with you each week and we look forward to being with you during the coming year as well. As the summer soon comes to a close, post-production editor Nicole Osterhout and I are taking a few weeks off to prepare for the new season. We want to still be with you, though, by re releasing a few of our favorite episodes from the past year. One of our favorites is episode 12, which originally aired on September 23rd, 2019. Enjoy, and blessings on your day or evening. Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast for the spiritual explorer in each of us. I'm Julie. I love to explore the inner life using contemplative practices, and I love to help others to do the same. In our time together, I hope you gain a sense of hope, meaning, joy, and love. As a Christian spiritual explorer, I hope to offer some thoughts to help you see God's presence and activity in ever-expanding ways. As you listen, ponder, and experience the divine, feel free to use the spiritual perspective you are most comfortable with in our practice today. Now, let's begin. Autopilot. It's one of those things, like other things in life, that has both an upside and a downside. On the upside, the things in your daily life that you do repeatedly, requiring hardly any thought or focus on your part, are good things. Life is far less exhausting when there are quite a few things in each day that are not brand new to us. But the downside is the vast number of minutes that we potentially live in a rather mindless way. In the midst of the helpfulness of autopilot, there's the likelihood of moving through our day without being very awake to, aware of, and mindful of things that we might want to be noticing. The opposite natures of autopilot and mindful awareness set the stage for today's episode called Coconuts of Wakefulness. This title flows out of a quote from the late Shogam Chungpa Rinpoche a pivotal figure in bringing Tibetan Buddhism to the West. Here's the quote. In the garden of gentle sanity, may you be bombarded by coconuts of wakefulness. Hear it once more. In the garden of gentle sanity, may you be bombarded by coconuts of wakefulness. What a great quote. Slightly quirky, but I love the visual. As I read the quote, The garden of gentle sanity reminds me of those blissful moments of life, perhaps those moments on autopilot, pretty stress-free and flowing along quite nicely. We often live with the illusion that we can hang on indefinitely to the pleasant situations of life. We cruise along with the feeling that our job is stable, at least for a while, that the people we love in our life will always be around, even though death or job changes or relocations happen all the time. Even our homes and possessions seem pretty solid until a tornado or fire or high winds or a flooding river changes all that in an instant. Yes, these are the coconuts that descend from above, maybe even bombarding us with more than one coconut at a time. It's very humbling, isn't it, to be reminded of all the things that can fluctuate or change both in our own lives and in the world around us. There really is nothing permanent to hold on to in life. Our sense of security can seem pretty elusive when we step out of autopilot and face the things that life can throw at us. So what can we learn today from our quote, in the garden of gentle sanity, may you be bombarded by coconuts of wakefulness. Just this, and this is big. Things are going to happen in life that wake us up and we actually need this at times. It is to our detriment that we go through our lives completely on autopilot or with completely smooth sailing. C.S. Lewis said that pain is God's megaphone to a deaf world. I am not wishing horrific pain or suffering on any of us, but there are times when getting hit on the head with some wakefulness is really helpful to us. It shakes us out of some ruts we may find ourselves in or may make us more open to seeing things in a new light or with more openness. And let me add one more thing about suffering, a more expansive way of thinking about it. Suffering can be anything that isn't what I want in life. It's those occasions or circumstances where life isn't matching the script I've mentally written, and when life isn't working out the way I'd like it to. So when the unexpected or unwanted hits us, we tend to wake up, to become conscious and mindful, to see things as they really are to see our lives as they really are. We likely begin to see things with God's eyes, becoming more attuned to the subtleties of God's messages and nudges. Rather than resisting and creating suffering for ourselves through our resistance to life, always desiring to have things different than the way they are, perhaps we surrender a bit more, allowing life to live through us, being present to the moment, and to how God seems to be orchestrating things in our lives. Jesus gave us a core practice for our life's journey when he said to pick up your cross, to pay attention to your suffering, to hold and carry it, and to follow him. This isn't autopilot at all. It's waking up, mindfully surrendering to what is, not fighting or resisting, seeing the next steps or actions to take, or being comfortable with not acting and just watching to see where God leads us next. I know there are painful, challenging situations that can come into our lives, excruciatingly difficult things that happen that totally rock our personal world. It's at those times that we feel God draw even closer to us. And for the many times that less weighty coconuts hit our head, the truths and messages of the bombarding coconuts are usually pretty helpful on the journey if we let them be. Let's think about all of this as we enjoy a few quiet moments together. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes. I'll sound the Tibetan singing bowl, which will call you to look within. As you're listening to the bowl's reverberations, take three deep breaths. Then let your breathing return to normal whenever you'd like. Hear the sound of the bowl now. Let it center you. Let it remind you that God is here with you. So, what coconut has hit you on the head recently? How is it a wake up call? What did it teach you? And oh, by the way, how else would God get your attention? I'll be back with you in about three minutes. I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths, in and out, in and out. Let these breaths fill you with strength and energy. Hear me sound the Tibetan singing bowl, and as the sound of the bowl reverberates and slowly dies away, you can gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. Pain is God's megaphone to a deaf world. C.S. Lewis's quote reminds us that the coconuts of wakefulness are actually needed at times if we are to become more skilled at being awake and aware. Life moves along whether we like what is happening or not, and our being awake helps us to see God in the midst of everything, having things well under control. Our main task is to be awake and conscious, mindfully surrendering to what is, not fighting or resisting, but seeing the next steps to take or not to take. May we have renewed mindfulness, wisdom, and humility to allow the coconuts of wakefulness to wake us up just when we need it most. Thank you for making time for your inner self today. Whatever you've discovered and experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, Gloria-Day, that's D-E-I, dot com slash Looking Within Podcast, or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time.